Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Playhouse. We have a guest today. It's Saturday in Tallahassee, and it's Talasana is what I call it on Facebook. We're going to talk more about Facebook fun in a little bit, but Talasana because that's what we have here. So we're on Real Talk 93.3 FM in Tallahassee, and thanks for listening. We have a guest today. Christine Thurman is going to be on in a little bit, and Scott and I are back from um, well, Scott's back from vacation. Some of us. Patty worked. Patty worked while he was Somebody talking. had to steer so, the ship. If someone is new listening, thank you. Uh, we're realtors. I'm a property appraiser and a realtor, and we've had this show for about a year and a half. We podcast out to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and now Google Play. We grew. We are everywhere. So the Android people can listen, so we hope you do. When listeners, the podcast's growing, which I love. I love being a podcast. I think it gives me a little bit of street cred <laughs> having a podcast so i like it i like that the radio show gives that opportunity to me so we're on real talk 93.3 fm and a lot has happened this week a lot Scott's of stuff been out down. of town so you went to broadway i did yes so where'd you stay i stayed at the langham uh between 36th and 37th on fifth Spell avenue that for me that would be l-a-n-g-h-a-m Okay, good, because there's a part of the male anatomy that is very similar in spelling, so that's what I was thinking. It was a great hotel. Was it? Yes. You had champagne at lunch? Yes. 
Well, when we arrived, Jeff had called earlier to arrange that. And um, nice. when we walked in, they brought that. And we had this huge terrace. The terrace was as large as our room, which was quite large. The terrace at your room? Correct. On your room. Correct. Adjoining so, your room. So you open it up and it was probably a good 700 square foot Wow. Terrace. Were you Zsa Gaboring it? So it seemed as such. Yeah. Yes. Remember that yeah. when she walks I, out I on do. Green Acres? I, I, <laughs> yes. I remember Arnold Ziffel too. <laughs> no, I just <laughs> I remember that when she's out and she has her thing on. I was like, so what was your favorite show? Um, well, I had seen Wicked before, so Kinky Boots was really good. Um, it was not the show I thought it was going to be, which is good, and it was quite entertaining. So, how many shows did you see? We saw two. We're going to see three, but only made it to two. Oh, quite nice. Did you go shopping? <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> so where'd you eat? Any fun places? We ate at Sardi's. Nice. Is, it's just, it's I gr- didn't see any it's pictures. Great for, no, it's great for the ambiance, but the food is never that good. Uh, one of my favorite delis there, Junior's, in on Broadway. Well, it's not on Broadway, even though their address says such. Oh, it does? No. So it's a fraud? Yeah. <laughs> it's... It's a little back alley. So would you have it? I wish we had a real deli here. There is no real. No. I mean, I came from Jason's, South Florida. No so. offense to the owner of the franchise. It's not a real deli. There's a new one in Killarn. McAllister's? I yeah, think? that's a franchise. Never, but I've never even heard I hear of it. it's good. I heard it's yeah. better than Jason's, but mm. I, don't don't write me, call me, send me anything. I, I <laughs> actually do. I'm not eating there. We like feedback. Yes. <laughs> so what'd you have? Uh, I had a corned beef sandwich. <gasps> How thick was it? Very. And I had matzo ball soup, oh, which was fantastic, and fries, and a How rare diet coke. So, so good. were the fries good? Oh, so good. good, so good. So Jeff, Jeff ordered foodie. a second order of fries for himself. I'm a really yes. He likes fair food. Yeah, he does. He is. He's such but a party. I like Yankee food because we have such good fried stuff up there. We'll fry anything. Butter, wow. Snickers, we fry it all. I'm not sure. How do you actually fry butter? I don't Is know. it frozen? It's frozen. They flash fry. I mean, I've had a fried Oreo, and I may it's have. It's a flash fry. I, I, I may, I don't know, but I may have had a fried Twinkie. I know. Mm. I know that there is such a thing. Yum. So you have really enjoyed yourself. We had a really, really good time. Good. I'm glad. The weather How did was you pick perfect. that? I always wonder, how do you pick the hotel? Because well, there's so much. I used to go twice a year in business, so I've stayed at probably 30 hotels there. The last one we stayed at was the Knickerbocker, but it's really right in the middle of Times Square. So I wanted to stay a little bit off of the beaten path, and it's still very central to everything. And so Jeff saw this one and Was it a big it. place? Did yes. it have a lot? Yes. It was large? Yeah. And they're, I mean, the first, one, the first Langham was in England, and they've got nice. them in Hong Kong, and I mean, so they're everywhere, but it was, the service was great. The place was great. The room was phenomenal. Terrace was fantastic. Nice. We had a, we just really had a So you had time. a great view? Yes. Right on Fifth Avenue and we were nice. facing east. Did you see any so, celebrities? No, but I saw the fireworks when we got there oh, on July nice. 4th. So it was, we didn't You didn't, didn't see any anywhere. celebrities at Sardis? I saw no celebrities other than all the characters oh. on the wall. But, so yeah, did they have the naked cowboy out? No, he well, out? he was. I did see him out, yes, but not at Sardis. He's not completely naked. No, he is not. They do have painted girls at Sardis. No, uh, out and out around the yes. Times Square. Yes, I yes. just think it's so cool to watch. We we didn't do as much Times Square this time because when we went in November, I did most of that with 
the did kids. you take cabs or did you walk? We Ubered it uh, a lot in terms of going to Soho. We went to the West mm. Village on Saturday night and um, enjoyed ourselves around there. And it was just really Fun. good. The weather was perfect. Oh, I mean, it was? Because it, it was hot as... It, I get it. I mean, it was high of 80 until we left and it was 84. Hmm. So, well, I miss Scott. This is the first I've seen him in a week. It was right? Patty Wilson in Patty's Playhouse. Scott Coward is my business partner, and he's on the show with us as well. And I did. I missed you. Man, I was busy. <gasps> Can I tell you what happened yesterday? What? Go on. Patty Patty either has the worst luck or the best luck. Let me know what it is. So I'll, I'll just... <laughs> I had a bag of trash. I was emptying my trash because Scott's coming back, so I didn't want have waste in my trash because I know I are. That's good. So I put it in the side of the car in my truck and i threw my phones just tossed them when i got in the car what i thought was onto the seat Mm. i get out i go to the dumpster get out of the truck i drive to the dumpster get out walk around pick up the trash can and open it it's empty i whip that bag in there like i got i'm a pitcher for the yankees so (laughs) are my phones in the trash bag in the dumpster and both phones when, when did you figure it out as soon as they hit. Because mm. you could hear it because the floor was empty of the dumpster. Goodness. So I carry two phones. I carry one for business and one for personal. And they were both in there because they fell into the bag. And I was like, Curiosi- I froze. Curiosity, which one did you, which one did you hope broke out of Neither, the because I don't have insurance. Well, I get that part. But if one had to break, which one would Neither, you? Neither, because it was my world. <laughs> <laughs> so I stop and I realize Lauren, our assistant, is just packing up. So I run up there drive i don't run anywhere i drive up there i'm like lauren oh my god i, I need threw to boost my you into the dumpster <laughs> threw my phone. she's a she's a very athletic girl she was not fitting in that hole i was like oh my oh, god i'm like where's a 12 where's a 10 year old i was like scoop like for a 10 year old i'm like lord i can't even call marpan i don't have my phone oh my god lauren come help me help me help me and i was like oh my god somebody else in this world has had to have done this what do i do did you Google it? No, no you couldn't. No, I couldn't do anything. <laughs> I was going to stand guard. I have $2,000 worth of phones. I was going to stand guard outside the dumpster and not let anyone put anything in there for like six days until they come back. So I was like, oh my God. So then I'm like, I need a hook. I need a hook. So I go pull one twig off the, the waste of landscape that we have in our True office that. park. And it was too thin. It wouldn't scoop Ugh. because the trash bag had a handle and they were in the bag. How did, I mean, God. that's so I had to. I, then I found I love wisteria for a reason. I found a wisteria vine that has a loop in it, and I slowly nudged it over and scooped it up. Like what time a of day was this? Five thirty. You must have been sweating. I was like, I'm too fat to bend over the dumpster. <laughs> we were getting in yesterday, and it was so hot, dude. I'm my bust is too big and my gut is too fat to bend over the dumpster to get the twig. So I had to get to find it. And I got a long enough loopy wisteria to slowly nudge the bag over and in one fell swoop lift it up. Look at the you. bag to get my Next phone time out. I lock my keys in the car, I should give you a call. I was like, I'm gonna go play the lottery. And I did, but I lost. Well, you got the But I back, was though. very excited. Yeah. And they didn't break. They did not break. And then I was like, was there liquid in there? Because I tried to charge my um, I, my Android and it didn't want to charge. It's dead now. I hope it didn't break. But it's dead. But I have a lot of stuff running on it. So we'll try to charge well, it later. Well, thank God you you uh, 
found them. My lord. It's a good it thing was, you recognized it. It's a good thing there was nothing in the trash. That too. Because Although I would have had a 10-year-old may have broken, at the motel. It may have broken the fall a little. Yeah, but I couldn't have been able to reach it. I'm surprised that there wasn't surface. somebody running out of that hotel that you could have. That's right, had. right? I mean, that's where they typically. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, that's that was my story for the week. That was my excitement. This is Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse on the other side of the break. We're going to have Christine Thurman talk to us about running for judge. I've never judge. spoken to anyone that's run for judge. And she Goodness. was kind enough to say, I'll come to Patty's Playhouse. Well, I'm excited. We won't judge her. show about life in Tallahassee because to me homes are life they live and breathe they're meant to be I feel a t-shirt coming on no homes are life homes are life to me you know when you see Facebook posts and people are like oh my kid's so cute but I want to know what What's color paint like? yeah where's get the cabinets did you put wallpaper on the ceiling why is there wallpaper on the ceiling yeah that's what we talk about so it's a fun show it's not just like let's talk about mortgage rates I don't know so I do like to invite community people in who I feel are influential and can help me spread the word about my show. I'm not going to lie. And <laughs> there is that. It is. And so today, I, I guess last week I invited, or two weeks ago, I invited Christine Thurman. She's running for circuit court judge. What's the seat, Christine? What seat are you running? This is Terry Lewis, seat 12. He's retired. Ooh, Terry's mm, seat yes, he is. 12. And so how did Terry Lewis get his claim to fame real quick? Uh, Terry Lewis has been probably one of the most influential judges in the presidential cases that have come through Florida. Because? He's probably heard more of those cases over the last 20, 20 years or so. Who was the other? It was him and then there was another female judge. I forget who like counted the ballots and talked about. This is Bush versus Gore. Gore. Bush Gore. But, but I don't think, I think she was Catherine. Secretary of State. No, Catherine no, no, Harris. not Catherine Harris, but there was another female African-American judge mm. that was was part of it, too, and listened to some. But I remember Terry. I, well, I remember them both, but I can't remember her name. So um, so you're running for his, his judgeship seat. Yeah, that's right. So in Florida, judges have to retire at the age of 70. So he's elected to go ahead and allow his seat to go to an open seat rather than having the governor appoint an opening. Oh. Nikki Clark. That Nikki was the Clark, judge that's you were the name. About. Yeah, Thank she's you. Retired. Yes. I know she's out. So he elected for that. When does he turn 70? I'm not exactly sure, but because of his He age, looks like a young man. Yeah, he's in great shape. Still plays like basketball and tennis all the time. And he's a super great guy. And you've been an attorney for how long? Since 2004. And where's your law office? On 6th Avenue. It's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, just small world. Christine was not present. Chris, or, uh, Scott and I, not Chris, my husband Chris, Scott and I were searching for an office and we, she had a, a little space for lease and we 
considered that before we moved to 1030 East Lafayette. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Beautiful office. Beautiful building. Lots of parking. Very, very much fan of the whole parking thing. So, yeah. So how long have you been there? I think we've been there almost four years. So uh, when you win, what happens to your law office? It closes down because in the state of Florida, you can't maintain an active practice if you are a sitting circuit judge. So my office closes and my staff have to find new you jobs. You can't sell it? No, because the Florida bar doesn't allow us to do that. Oh, so, okay. I don't know. Yeah. So what would happen is my staff would find other either other positions or another lawyer could come in and take over the cases. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Your clients have a right, though, to make an election whether they want to go with a new firm, meaning somebody I recommend as far as taking over my space. Referral. Or just finding, yeah. Refer to somebody But you else. can't, you can no longer make money off of those cases or off of those referrals. That's correct. Okay. So it's not like real estate that way. That's why I was asking. Right. Because in real estate, if we, we leave, we can sell our practice, but you cannot if you become a judge. Right. And in family law, which is the area that I specialize in, we also do not get referral fees. We're one of the areas. Oh, you don't? We do not. So the cases that we either share um, with other lawyers, we have to do billable time or we get, we don't get paid for just Why not? That's the Florida Bar Rules. That's the statute. Yeah, no So that's the law. That is the law. In that the is area. the law. That's interesting. We're going to talk about the law in a little bit. So what made you go into family law, which I think would just be horrific? Uh, because I've done family law. I did it as a legal assistant through undergrad. And then in law school, I worked at the Children's Advocacy Clinic in Memphis. And then I went to the U.S. Attorney's Office and tried to do everything I could to not do family law just to get two job offers out of law school. One was in family law in Memphis, and I said, I'm not doing family law. I'll, I'll take the job in Tallahassee, which was supposed to be election law and labor law. And lo and behold, what did they give me? All the family law cases. Who, did you work for <laughs> private practice? Yeah, I did. So 2004, I came back from Memphis, and I worked with Cooper, Byrne, Blue, and Schwartz. The firm's no longer um, an active firm. They've split up, but we worked on the Ralph Nader case in 2004. Ooh. Yes, very exciting for the first month of my career we worked 20 hours and ended up at the florida supreme court <gasps> yes of course i did nothing but look at everybody big-eyed wondering what have i done and how did i get back down back back down <laughs> like here. legally blonde yes no i sat there like dumbfounded with i think we had 12 lawyers working 20-hour shifts around the clock on that case were you so you were intimidated it was intimidating or just the idea of it just adapting well, intimidating from a perspective when you start with a firm that I had worked with before and you, you see the case take on a national case, you know, in the fruition and making at your office where we had people driving down from all over the country. And then you have the major attorneys and partners around you that you see create makeshift offices and cots and we were bringing <laughs> groceries. And this went on for, I think, about six and a half weeks, knowing that you, you come in as a young lawyer, you think, oh, I'm going to work on a small little probate case or I may work on this case. And next thing you know, you're doing something that's fast tracked through the circuit court, to the DCA, to the Florida Supreme Court. I knew at that point I had hit the pinnacle of my career and it was all downhill. <laughs> I just knew it. This is Patty Wilson at Patty's Playhouse. And we have Christine Thurman. She's an attorney in located in Leon County. She's in Tallahassee and she's running for circuit court. Seat 12. Seat 12. 12. And how many counties does this cover? This is six counties. Which uh, counties? Jefferson, Gadsden, Leon, Liberty, Franklin, and Wakulla. Okay, so right here in the panhandle. Yep, absolutely. Down to the Very coast. Cool. So last week you were unavailable because you were in the parade 
for July 4th. I was in the parade. I did. Yeah. Was it fun? Oh, yes. It's wonderful fun to drive down to Appalachia and do a two and a half mile walk with bronchitis just oh. to get home at midnight to get back up at 5 a.m. to pull a float to Sop Choppy and have 100 of your closest friends ready to walk in 95 degrees. It was, it was fantastic fun. Actually, it was, though. What's your concentration in family law? So I'd say right now I'm pretty specialized in contested adoptions, contested relative placements. I'm, I'm one of the few attorneys. Contested meaning? That there's not an agreement either by the birth parents or oh, okay. by the parents of the child to place the child. So I come in on behalf of either, depending on if it's adoption or family law, I sometimes come in on behalf of an agency, Florida Baptist Children's Home or Children's Home Society, or just a private family member coming in saying, I need to take place of this child. So you've placed how many children? Like you said you couldn't tell because of um, Children's Home Society, because of the statute. You don't know how many children you've helped place, but in the hundreds. Yeah, I would say more than 200, 300, maybe 400 cases since 2005, primarily. I started working with Florida Baptist in 2005, and then I didn't start working with Children's Home Society until the last couple of years. But yes, yeah, so all adoption cases are sealed meaning I couldn't even go in and look up these cases um, through the clerk of court to even count numbers because they are sealed. And once mm -hmm. the case closes, the clerk seals the file physically closed. So to be able to open those cases, we have to even get a court order. Court order. Right. And do you do divorce and paternity and all that good stuff? Yeah, like child all of that? support, domestic violence, mental health, a lot of mental health cases these days. Um, yeah, P paternity, child support prenuptial agreements. I do some elder law too, but uh, and it, I represent some corporate businesses as their general counsel, but the lion's share of what I do, wink, wink, lion's share, um, is family law and adoption. Wow. Oh, is that why the lion thing is your... No, but that just worked if out. If you've for seen segment. Christine's, well, she uses my color purple. I'm going to lend it to her. So my color purple and the sign on her signs, but what's the lion about? So when my mom brought me home as a child she didn't bring me home to like pink and bunnies she brought me home to a safari theme Aww. and my birthday of course being in august so the the lion stuck and my clients have always now gotten me gifts and my family gets me gifts so i have a wonderful assortment of lions all over my office oh that's very cool love them so i just read i'm gonna mess this quote up but it's it said something about um are, are you intimidating are you are you an intimidating personality? And the first line said, "Lions don't turn for the small bark." Yeah, I like the the lions too. You know, don't worry about the opinions of sheep. I got that sent to me like three times in the last week. And it is important, I mean, to realize that. But when you're in it and people are, you're running for something. Everything can take on a national tone. Everything. It's it's really hard to put yourself out as an individual who has already done family law and I say that when I knew I was thinking about coming into this race I thought for 14 plus years I've done family law I've done some very sensitive issues and I have a lot of information about people and areas that they're you know their personal lives I knew I was going to have a lot of you know potential pushback just from being a family law attorney I had no idea that that you know this would get to be where it's at right now but should have expected it yeah We'll talk about that in the next segment briefly and then move on to what you what you want to accomplish as a judge. That's right. It's important. Yeah. I mean, you get to you get to elect your own judge, which is kind of cool in Florida. So on the other side of the break, we're going to continue to talk with Christine and Scott about her election, upcoming election.
birds singing in the dead of night Take these broken wings and learn to fly All your life You were only waiting for this moment to arise Welcome back, it's Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse and that's Blackbird with John Lennon and Paul McCartney. I'd never heard this version before, but it's so beautiful. So we have Christine Thurman in the playhouse with Scott, who just returned from vacay, and he looks so trim. I don't even think you ate while you were away. ate a lot. Did you purge? No. <laughs> Goodness gracious. No, but like what? I have thought of How it. How does this work? <laughs> when do you go away? Um, I, I don't know. I oh. feel like I ate a lot. You did? Yeah, I feel like you I did. You look so narrow. Well. You would have fit in the dumpster. <laughs> well, My boobs didn't that. fit in the dumpster. That's hilarious. Now I'm gonna, that's how I'm going to rate people now. Would you fit in the dumpster? Or would you Can not you fit in the dumpster? Fit in the dumpster? Uh, I, I hope you've listened before that you wouldn't understand what I'm talking I think about. If you had a We're going to talk bill, about context. Could've... That's exactly why. This is a great segue. I'm really learning the radio. Segway. Now, if somebody just heard Patty's boobs wouldn't fit in the dumpster, they wouldn't know what the hell I'm talking about. But if you listen to a whole hour, which I hope you do, then you would know what I'm talking about. So we're talking about context. And Christine. I'm here. You're here. I'm listening. Someone. It's very contextual. Decided to do some scorched earth. We're going to take the Clinton method and 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 go back like five years on on her Facebook page, which was pretty open at the time. And she had shared some memes, um, and they're using them against her, flat out, right? Would you agree? I would agree. Yeah. So that that if you share a meme, then this is must be how you feel. Well, that's the that's been the attempt. It's- that is the attempt. Rather than taking the context of your life and how you help the community and how you're not charging ten thousand dollars defense like defense attorneys do to just have. Your what's it called? I can't even think of the name. Binder. Yeah, like a binder. Like yeah, they're not taking that. Yeah, retainer. You're not. You know. You don't do that. You're not that. So you're helping people put families together, right? Spend or take career. them apart in a peaceful way. Hopefully. I mean, that, that's the end goal. That's absolutely the end goal. That's why we started the Capital Collaborative Groups to just avoid the courtroom to make people have peaceable divorces. Which is so important because it's so hard. I've been yeah, through a so divorce. Difficult. It's so difficult. And and everything in that you have the law and then you have the story. But the judge has to look at the law. So you're able to put whatever your memes were. It's not even important. You're able to, to put your personal biases because we all have them aside and look at the law. That's what a judge does, correct? That's what they're supposed to do, absolutely. Or they're impeached and taken off the bench. And that's happened in our circuit. And it has happened in your circuit, which is why it's easy to say. Yeah. And I even know that. I read a lot of news. I'm pretty much a junkie. So it is important to think of that. Like Every human who's elected to whatever role they're elected is able to put that aside and then go on and say, this is the law. Yeah, the question should have been, do you have the ability to read the law and apply it as it applies to this set of facts without considering any personal opinions, as long as it's not something that you have to recuse yourself from, meaning you don't know the parties or you don't know some of the witnesses in the case, but can you review the case, apply the facts, considering the evidence, and do it fairly and justly? That's the question. Christine, can you do that? I absolutely can do that. 
You've had to do that. I've been a mediator, I think, five, seven years now, a family law certified mediator. I'm a dependency trained mediator. I do. I work on cases every single week, dealing with parties, with their lawyers, having to look at the emotions, tell everybody, okay, this is what we got to do to resolve the case. Week in, week out, no complaints. Because the whole goal in mediation, family mediation, you hope is a win-win. Absolutely. Nobody's going to win entirely. They're just not. Not in Florida when you're going through a divorce. It's it's a no fault, right? That's absolutely right. No fault except for alimony. But when it comes to why people are getting a divorce, it's completely irrelevant. And often the custody factors um, that the court's supposed to look at, you know, those are often shrunk down just because we have such an implosion of cases in our docket and our circuit. So when you go in front of a judge, you're supposed to shrink down however many years of issues, complaints, violations the parties may have against each other. And you, whoever puts on their best case fastest, most efficiently often gets the, the wink of the court. And that's not often the truth, but we know that. So the parties here, the attorneys here in the circuit really appreciate mediation. But the truth isn't relevant all the time. The law takes... Cuts out a lot of the factors, the emotion, a lot of the emotion out of the cases, at least in family law. Right. So this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, and we have Christine Thurman, who's running for judge. And if anyone else is running for judge and would like to come on, I would be happy to invite them on. I'm I'm a libertarian. I'm, I'm a live and let live kind of girl. And I want everyone to have a, a voice and to be able to be asked questions. I mean, I, I have the question for you. Um, when someone is coming at you personally and you're using your your professional role to lift yourself up as a as a white female, blonde, blue eye, right? You have blue eyes? I'm green eyed. Green eyed. God. Get close. Right. So close. So superior. <laughs> so you have green eyes. You're so rare. Don't judge. Are you right handed? I am right handed. Okay. Because lefties with green eyes. I have one son. It's very, very rare. And you he's a redhead. So it's very, like very rare. So, uh, so you're lifting yourself up. You're lifting your career up. And here are people in your community, which you've served and worked with and uh, collaborated with, use that word, and they're trying to tear you down personally. They're not trying to tear your career down, which is what, what to me would be the logic. They're trying to tear your personal life down, right? Uh, well, I'm actually not sure what the purpose of, of the, the goals have been in light of the fact that we spend 14 years of your life working, doing what I do. You know, you bring families together, you try to resolve issues, you take care of children in foster care, you volunteer on Monday nights with Chelsea House and different areas of women and children who've been impacted by domestic violence. You work with the elderly, you work at the senior clinic doing wills and trusts for the elderly who can't afford to do that. You spend your whole career trying to do the right thing and to help people just to, you know, have a handful. I'm not even sure how many people, you know, are involved in the, the, the ideas and the, the score actions stars. that we'll have happened. We'll call it what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been pretty brutal. But the, the attempt to turn away the focus, and the focus has been, why are you in this race, Christine? What, why you, why now? That's the questions everybody So why are you in me. the race? Because we have 17 circuit judges. We have a six-county, you know, span. We have 40% of all cases being filed in our circuit right now are in family court. And when we talk about family court, it's really clear to understand that's domestic violence, that's delinquency, where kids are, you know, in the legal system based on criminal actions, but we don't treat them the same. That's domestic violence, that's mental health, that's divorce and child support. And then, of course, dependency is what we call, that's where Department of Children and Families has come in and removed a child or provided services to a family to keep from removing a child. 
when you have your largest division of cases being in one area and you have 17 judges and you do not have a single judge that comes from family law background, I think that speaks volumes. So I think it's really important that we bring up people who have a What are their backgrounds? Often it's civil, meaning large firm civil, sometimes agencies, meaning state of Florida agencies, governor's office. Most come from the big, large firms. I mean, if you go down there. So are they trial lawyers or personal? I mean, like what? Often trial lawyers, civil trial lawyers, not Mm -hmm. always like what we call. I I reference when we talk about trial lawyers being the personal injury bar. But many of the attorneys that get appointed come out of the large firms like Osley, like Baker Donaldson, Rumberger, Kirk. There's just the large, big law firms. Because they have more PR. Political pull. A lot of them have a mm-hmm. lot of political pull. They've created friendships for people who get put on the JNC, which is the Judicial Nominating Commission. You create those friendships, and at some point you apply and you hope that you can use your friendships and lobby enough to get through that process to get sent up to the governor, to which the governor's counsel and the governor ultimately make the decision. But it's really hard as a small practitioner if you are not tied into the big firms or never been tied to a big state agency and been in the system to ever get anybody's attention. I don't know of any candidate that's ever ran from the family court background, at least up here in the panhandle. I'm not maybe over in the 14th circuit, but I don't know of any. As long why as- is Leon County so important that these people want to tear you down? That they're they're scared I that think, you would win. Why? I don't know if they're scared. I mean, There's- the presumption is they have to be fearing that the small candidate. And I say the small candidate. I've raised a third of what one of the candidates has raised. So I'm coming from the the, the largest division of cases but the least amount of financial backing, although I think it shows. I think, you know, as this has come out, I had 100 people show up at Sop Choppy from all of the counties to walk with me, which was 35 people more than I had at the Jefferson County Parade before this launched. So I think it's, you know, they're coming after me because they see, you know what, Christine Thurman is coming here. She's doing this for the right reasons. She's working really hard, and she has something to talk about. This matters. And people resonate with the importance of family court and having good judges in this division. On the other side of the break, this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We're going to continue. We're not going to do our garden gold because Patty hasn't had time to drink because Scott Scott has been away. So we're going to, and how it's all all he's done. So this is (laughs) the other side of the break. We're going to continue to talk with Christine. And uh, 850-656-000 is our number. in Patty's Playhouse, Earl's Gotta Die. Right? That's the name of the song, right? Earl's Gotta Die? That is the song. So funny. This... But Earl's a wreck. Earl was a wreck. Dixie Chicks, God rest their souls. Because <laughs> their career died. Where have yeah. they been? They were in a concert, I think, two years ago. They broke Atlanta. up for a little bit to have some babies. And then they kicked Natalie out. So the sisters still play. 
They got so much money, they don't have to do anything. That's but the they truth. are so, and then Natalie got divorced from that cute little guy who used to be on General Hospital. Um, that Irish guy. But yeah, the sisters went and played on their own. I think Natalie had too much baggage for him because she couldn't, you know, just go play her music. Which, yeah, what were the I mean, sisters singers, called? Like Bloodhounds or something? Yeah, I forget their name before they became well. the Dixie Chicks. But I always liked that they had a tattoo on their foot of the little crow's feet for every number one song they had. I thought that was so cute. That's like an FSU helmet. By yeah, the time they was, were done. It was yeah, they had a lot. So this is Patty Well. So we have Christine Thurman in. And we are talking about her running for judge. And you said that there is no other family law attorney background in the circuit court system of judges. Right. So I want to clarify, just so everybody knows what we're talking about. When judges either are appointed or elected, they get sent to judge college. So oh. they, they go for a handful of weeks and are taught every... Is it like in the Bahamas or something fun? I, I would hope so, but I don't think that's the case. I mean, <laughs> Judge College. Yeah, Judge College. See me in St. Mark's or St. Kitts. Yeah, no. So they send them to Judge College so they learn to have, you know, some basic experience in each of the areas and then they push you in a rotation. So in our circuit, you can be put in any division and then you rotate every two years and you start in Leon County and you get your comfort level within the divisions. And then as you graduate up the hierarchy level, they'll put you in the outlying counties where you can handle multiple divisions. And some counties like Jefferson, you get every division. So when I talk about the judges that are there, we have judges now who've been in family court a significant amount of time, but they didn't come from that background. Mm -hmm. And that's like, I'm going to equate that to when you have a heart surgeon who has significant experience in heart surgery, just because you send him to a, a training course, doesn't mean you're ready to do podiatry. On He's not level. a specialist right. in heart. So that's what we talk about in real estate as well as there's the specialty and then there's the the overall general. So your specialty is family law. That's right. Cool. So and so you're having to run a race in six counties. Six counties, small business owner, still having a full trial practice, still have an associate attorney that I'm watching and training and going to court with. I'm in court four days this week out of five. So are you in court every week? Not every week, but I'm often in court multiple days of multiple weeks. Wow. And family law is brutal. Like, how do you handle the brain power that it takes? Like, how do you detach? I don't know. That's My mom worked for DCF for, I'd say, most of my life and retired. Um, I think it's either something you're born with. It's kind of genetic to be in an area that you can handle a lot of emotional trauma. But I've been through a lot of emotional trauma. My father committed suicide when I was a, just before I was 15 in high school. So once you go through some pretty traumatic experiences as a child, you learn to cope and, and be resolute that life's got to go on. So, you know, more times than not, especially in my adoption cases, no matter how hard the battle is, you get to the end and you realize the goal was always worth the battle. And you do that enough, it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. So through experience and life experience... I mean, you don't think that anybody who's traumatic um, is going to kill themselves. You don't think like no. if you're depressed, you're going to go like you can you can decipher and and filter information to know what is relevant and what is just your life experience. No, I, I think one, like having traumatic experiences and somebody who's worked in an area for a significant amount of time, you're more sensitive to the likely outcomes versus not being aware of the outcomes. Domestic violence cases, mental health cases, family court cases where you've got you know, kids that have been traumatized, whether it's due to the divorce or other issues, I'm sensitive because one, I've done this a long time, and two, there's some specific areas that I've personally lived in that make me, one, more knowledgeable, and I think... A, likely a better judicial candidate and a judge at some point because of it because you haven't lived that i mean you're obviously white 
as I am, and you haven't lived that lily white life, you've had trauma. You've had bad stuff happen to you. Yeah. Like and I- you're able to use that experience or just work through it. You were able to come out on the other side. Absolutely. And I'm sure with your clients, you talk to them like, yes, you're in this divorce, but on the other side, it's so much brighter. Like, get out. Yeah, well, I often tell my clients, it's it's taken years likely to get where you are. Just hold on. The court system doesn't move quickly because it's got to unravel all that. But at the end, there's going to be resolution. There's going to be completion. There will be an outcome. So let's just hold on through the battle. Let's you know keep our eyes on the goal and work towards completion. That's what you have to do in family law. Sadly, though, you know these cases often drag on because if you have a child, the cases may not end until the child ages out or turns 18. Which is ha- what happened to me. Yeah, I mean, these... It's it's often tragic, but you you try to educate your clients. You try to do the right thing. You try to keep everybody motivated on keeping things, you know, sane, calm. Let's just focus. It's so hard when there's so much emotion. So hard. Ugh. It's really hard. It's really tough, man. Scott's over here glazed over. I know. know It's really hard when you're in the divorce and you've got three kids and you don't have $10,000 to hand an attorney, but you really need to. It's tough, but you got to get out. Well, I think there's changing times, too, in family law. I think we, we had judges in the past who, you know, would follow the law, and then we have judges now who absolutely want to follow the law, but it's getting tougher. We have some really big issues, not just in our circuit, but all over with opioids and domestic violence. The largest amount of cases we have right now filed in our circuit is in delinquency and domestic violence. You think about that, that's more than the felony criminal docket. That's unbelievable. It's insanity. And these these statistics are coming from the Office of State Court Administrator. So they're telling me 14,000 cases in Leon County between 2014 and 2017, just in Leon. 20,000 cases in our six-county circuit between the same time period. When you hear those statistics, now, that's on top of That's the, a broken society, Christine. This is beyond. That's on top of the cases already in process. So those are new cases laying on top of what's already there so you think 14,000 in Leon County alone how does any judge come 14, into that 000. what's the population here I just read it's like 193 like, and, and I don't know if it two, includes yeah. the students or whatever I, I hate that argument so you have 14,000 so that's like seven percent it's a really high number and the highest of that division domestic violence and delinquency Delinquency meaning? Kids under 18 charged with crimes that we have to deal with. And some of that's drug court, some of that's misdemeanor, some of that could be felony. But yeah, those are going through the delinquency system. This is Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. We're on Real Talk 93.3 FM. My number is 850-656-0009. And you can follow us on Facebook at Patty with a Y S Playhouse. So we have Christine Thurman in. We're talking about her run. And again, I'll, I'll invite the other. Is there two more? Two other candidates. Two yes. other candidates running in. I'm happy to invite them. But just to talk about the platform and, and what you what you want to accomplish, which is give a, a flavor of family law to what obviously is huge. That's just in Leon County. That's right. So the, the reason that I'm running solely and exclusively is to add some experience to the family court section, meaning the judges and everybody will say, well, wait a minute, you're not guaranteed to be in the family law section. I, I might not be, but that means... I could also be delinquency, dependency, mental health, domestic violence court, 
family court because there's multiple divisions under that family law umbrella. Oh, okay. So I also do, you know, probate and estate, done that for the majority of my career. Um, I also do circuit civil cases. I have active cases in almost every division we have but criminal. Criminal's the one area I haven't taken cases. Um, worked at the U.S. Attorney's Office my third year. Um, doing online child prosecution cases. Oh, my God. Right. That's That was my clerking experience in Memphis, Tennessee um, for my third year. And I knew, you know, I'm, I'm going to go do business law and election law in Tallahassee because that makes sense. And here's where I am. But wow. God knew God knew where he needed me. Yeah. Well, and, and you want to give back. Absolutely. I mean, you've grown your practice. You've all, Have you always worked by yourself? No, I was at the firm that first year, and then in 2005, I joined uh, Cheryl Gentry. Oh, you were? Oh. Yeah, so I was partners with Cheryl Gentry from 2005 to 2012. It was Gentry and Did Thurman. she retire? She did. So when I left in 2012, it's because she retired, and she just mediates cases now. Oh, okay. She was a badass. She's too. fantastic. Yes, yeah, she's brilliant, wonderful lawyer. Well, yeah, we only tried one case together in our eight and a half years. That's one. She told me when I came in, you've got your cases, I've got mine. Let me know if you need anything. <laughs> And then I didn't see her for six months. <laughs> Best experience of my life, which was a jump in the deep end. And if you drowned, well, I may or may not save you, but you'll be fine. So it is good experience. We're still great friends to these days. Oh, great good. Yeah. Well, this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. And thank you, Christine, for coming on. Thanks is there so anything much. else you wanted to say? We have like 20 seconds. So we're nonpartisan race. The race is uh, the, the elections October. October. What am I thinking? August. August. August 28th. I hope everybody comes What's your up. website? www.thermanforcircuitjudge.com. I'm so glad you put that www in there. Yes. What's your, uh, is there an email or anything else? Do you have a page on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram? We have a campaign page on social media. Come find us both on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Is Facebook. it just your name? It's, yeah, Thurman for Circuit Judge. Okay. Well, this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Thanks for listening. Ooh, dream, we love.